now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir, I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me. For Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle, learning to fly. I know what you're thinking. That doesn't sound like Greg. Well, it is. You know, we're based in Orlando, Florida. We had a weather change, and obviously it gave me this raspy voice, which probably is an improvement for most. Uh, But uh, I don't know. I'll let you decide. But, yeah, my voice has been attacked by the cooler temperatures in Central Florida. Has it affected you, Dennis? What do you think? Well, no, because I came from Minnesota, and this is you know right in our sweet spot of yeah. year-round temperatures. So, uh, don't you know, lie. The- now, before we went on the air, we we're talking about, <laughs> hey, this is the first time uh, this week was well, the first time I, I broke out the long pants. Okay, but let me. You got to put that in perspective. I'm talking bike riding, so I couldn't exactly you know biking at 10, 15 miles an hour in shorts in fifty five <laughs> degrees is a little bit cold for anybody. So okay. I have you know wind pants you know under armor type things you know it's not mm-hmm. like i'm busting out the jeans and the flannel yet right yeah he wears those like, give me a year or two and i'll probably be like you spandex pants you know to, so every you know the the ladies can see every crook and cranny of his nether regions is that it no no, no, no. we don't do that because that's that there's rights and privileges and believe yeah. me spandex is a privilege okay. i am not privileged enough to wear spandex all right right well you know we have captain tom with us as well today so whether he's wearing pants at all i don't know and i probably shouldn't ask but we do uh, appreciate that he's joining us for just plain radio today how you doing tom I'm doing absolutely terrific. And speaking of the weather, I absolutely love it today. I mean, I've been outside playing with my dog, Piper, uh, went out in that the velocity yesterday in the, in the morning, a little windy, but, uh, you know, it's not, you're not sweating your kahunis off when you yeah. close the canopy. And, uh, you know, I don't have to get up to 7,500 feet to start getting cool. I mean, just taxing out. Said, this is great. Plus the cool weather. I mean, the airplane just loves, just like we do. The airplane loves that cold weather. I mean, I'm, I'm climbing out like a rocket, like a bat out of hell climbing out to like, man, this airplane's forming like it should be. Oh, Sonar head temp- temperatures are staying nice and cool. Oil temperatures, uh, you know, unlimited visibility. Uh, I took off out of Maryland. I could see all the way down to Stewart. And wow. I'm loving it. Absolutely yeah. loving it. Well, you know, after the cold weather came through, I mean, initially we had some major <laughs> storms. It was nuts. And uh, it was terrible weather for flying, I would think, even for you, Dennis, down there in, in Fort Myers, right? You you had oh, yeah. some of that, right? Yeah, we definitely got some of the storms and, and rain and whatnot. But, uh, you know, I'm very appreciative of the of the cooler temperatures because the timing couldn't have been better. Because guess what I had, you know, with having to break, break in, in a new engine, yeah. uh, I'd much rather break in an engine in the, in the mid-70s than in the uh, upper 90s and high humidity. So it's been yeah. much more conducive to uh, flying right now with these lower temperatures. I can run the airplane harder and, you know, not, uh, not stress it as much. Well, how many hours now? Are you past the uh, official five-hour break-in? period we are we are at the five hour break in and uh after we're done recording here probably going back out and flying again today nice very good and and so you were flying your velocity though just for fun there tom or what 
No, just for fun. I haven't. I've been on vacation for the last uh, ten days. As a matter of fact, I was. Uh, I was over in Fort Myers visiting uh, one of our other uh, guests. Uh, I, I heard actually- about this that you guys actually got together, and um, what I didn't uh, wasn't well. I wasn't clear because Dennis sent me a picture of a bunch of Florida stone crab, and I'm like, "Well, were you sharing those with?" With Tom when he came over for a visit, or was it? No, just- I waited and got those after he left. Oh, of course. Oh, nice guy. <laughs> yeah, that's. I would have hung out another day or two if I knew you were going to get some. At least, yeah. So you flew your velocity over, or or no? Wait, you drove over just to check in with him. Is that what it was? Well, we we got a new uh, we got a new RV, the the Super C, the forty foot or so. This was our initial uh, uh, initial cruise on it. Just so whatever Fort Myers and. Hung out at an RV site over there in the Gulf, and then uh, got a chance to go over and see Dennis and uh, his flying community. And mm-hmm. I got to tell you, Dennis, I'm very, very impressed. I mean, it's just uh, uh, very nice. I mean, nice the houses are nice, the lawns are manicured nice. Uh, just like even talking about the, with the neighborhood, everybody coming over in a golf cart, hanging out, and uh, yeah. it was it was very cool. Well, I'm, you, I'm impressed. He almost is caught up to Captain Tom. Uh, and the way he lives, I mean, because, you know, he's rolling around in a new RV. It's ironic. You know, you went over to Fort Myers in your new RV to break it in to watch Dennis break in his Mooney 201, his new overly hauled engine, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. So, but that that must feel pretty good, Dennis. If Tom is envious of you, and we know that Tom's living the life that we all want to live, <laughs> you must feel pretty good about that, huh, Dennis? What yeah, it, it, it doesn't suck, as, as Tom is fond of saying. Oh, it doesn't. I, did I ever tell you that story about it doesn't suck? No, I don't think we've heard that. Yeah, I well, think you've got to tell us now. For sure. know, every time when I was on a 756 going from uh, Newark to Honolulu, I mean, just talk about living the dream. Every time we we turn the approach here to line up for runway eight left, uh, the long runway going into Honolulu there, uh, my first officer and my IRO would look at me and they'd go, okay, go ahead. And I said, this doesn't suck. <laughs> I mean, I was like, you're getting paid to fly to paradise. Right. I mean, and it's, I mean, it doesn't, you just got done flying for you know, 12 hours in a wide body airplane and you know, your belly's full of good food and ice cream Sundays. And then when you land the airplane and you open the cabin door, you smell all these florals and all these plants. And, right. and I'm saying, get laid. I, I, as soon as you get out of the airplane, I get laid. That's right. And, uh, and they give you one of those in Hawaii. Yep, they even the flowers, too. Mm, okay. uh, well, even when my wife wasn't there, I did. Yeah, hey, so it worked no. out good. Hey, right hey. On. Right. Well, do you do that on the radio? You can't say that on the radio. Have you said no, this? No, I just said my first officer and uh, and my uh the other IRO, he they the word got out about you what know, when we turned final day. Everybody looks at me and says, "All right, go ahead." And I said, "This yeah. doesn't suck, right?" I mean, this it's it's the most. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I travel around the whole world, Honolulu and Waikiki, and I mean, it, it really is paradise. It's, I mean, I love where I live here in Florida, but it's just something about flying out to over the Pacific for a couple hours and you know, seeing the mountains and yeah. you know and all that. It's just, it's very, I don't know, I hate it's to use magical. the word magical. Yeah, it of is. course. It is. It's absolutely fantastic and magical. Right. And it's like, I'm getting paid to do this. It, now, it just doesn't get any better than this. Now, really if you doesn't. were uh, on your approach and you happen to tell the tower after they gave you your clearance, like, <laughs> hey, thank you, tower, this doesn't suck. I mean, and the FAA isn't going <laughs> to get nah, upset nah. about that, I don't guess. No, it they? doesn't. That would be the least of some of the things that you hear right, on the radio. Exactly. But- We've heard worse. 
I'm perverse, but you could get away with that, sure. But really, because like sometimes you come in there and they got a, a Navy base there, an Air Force base, and you'll see a big Trident, you know, nuclear sub coming out of uh, Pearl Harbor. Mm. I mean, that's when you look at that thing and said, "This thing is awesome." I mean, right. just totally cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so that's how they, uh, you you've kind of you know coined that term for yourself was all those flights to Hawaii, huh? Yep, this right. doesn't suck. Okay, all right. Well, that's a pretty high bar, but if you're saying yeah, that yeah, about yeah, yeah. you know Dennis's new uh, you know home there in Fort Myers at the air park, uh, that that has to feel pretty good, Dennis. Yeah, as Tom says, it doesn't suck. Right. I mean, I can I within an hour of pretty much anywhere I want to be in Florida, I can be in the Keys in under an hour. I can mm-hmm. be in Pompano Beach on a dive boat in one hour from the time I close the hangar door till I'm stepping on the boat. Right. I can be in Orlando at your studio in an hour. In an hour with, uh, you know, well, Florida stone crabs still on well, ice. They want, The right. ice wouldn't even have a chance to even remotely melt by the time you got here and delivered them for the show. We can munch on Florida stone crabs while we do Just Plain Radio. It's something to think about. Now no, no, we've it's got not, a working it, airplane it, a again, plan. we could probably do that. <laughs> well, I, I no probably, no plan, you just do. There is no try, okay. only do. Yeah, got exactly. It. That's what Yoda. Right. Okay, so we'll work on that, make that uh, plan come for your wish. And I, I think that's what I need. I, I need some medicine. And uh, Florida Stone Crab, I think, would hit the spot right about now. It has magical healing properties. We got more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. 
Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. You can't fly. No, but until I can, I have to set up for piloting a plane. Let's do it. Come on, Bernie. You can't ground this eagle. It needs to soar. You know I can do this. We've come this far. Don't you be scared now. Because you can learn to fly. This is Just Plain Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. And, uh... Captain Tom helping us out as well today from Velocity Aircraft and just kind of hanging out with the crew, which is nice. I mean, we need more reinforcements this week because you can hear my voice is a little bit, uh, well, it's, uh, I don't know, it probably sounds better. You know, you know, you know, when you get that raspy thing going on, it's like, hey, baby, what's going on? It just, you know, goes down and pitch. Kind of the Barry White. That's right. Yeah. Come on, baby. Yeah, I'll be talking dirty to the missus later. Come on. And uh, you'll be sleeping on the back porch, Exactly, because right? she doesn't <laughs> want me anywhere near her right now. <laughs> so it is what it is, but uh, we will muscle through. All right, so last week we were talking about Captain Dennis uh, was planning to go fly with the Old Farts Club. It does exist, and uh, he he reached out to them. And you, uh, what, la- earlier this week, you flew, and and that's where you got the Florida stone crabs? That's where that that's picture right. came from? Yep. I actually flew down to Everglades City Air Park uh, and joined up with the Old Farts Flying Club mm-hmm. uh, and uh, picked up some stone crabs while I was down there. They uh, they had a, a pretty good attendance. It was about 20 or 30 aircraft flew in. Nice. Um, I got to meet the, the original Old Fart himself, and mm-hmm. uh, we were going to have Roger on today's show, but unfortunately, he's up to his elbows in hydraulic fluid fixing his airplane so he can go out to this week's uh, uh, Old Farts Flying event up in Avon. So, right. hey, you know. I, I guess we win some, we lose some. We'll get them on a future episode. But and just so we're just clear, club. Well, the the old farts club is are these a group of um, pilots that have digest digestive issues, like our president, or, or is it, <laughs> absolutely no, so, not at all. Uh, okay, it's, it's the a old farts. Kind. Yeah, it's it's referring to the people like you and me and Tom that oh. are you know getting up there in maturity and mm. experience. Yeah. But it also, we're not exclusive. Anybody can join. There is no uh, vetting process, secret handshakes, or, you know, ARP card required. So we've mm. got, uh, they've got members that are as young as 17. It's an excuse to go out and fly, and we need more of those excuses. Okay, so there's no connection between the Old Farts Club and Taco Tuesday. Which no, no we connection at all. In fact, they make week. sure they do their events on Thursdays. Uh-huh. Okay, well, I mean, that'd give you about 48 hours to gas up. If you know or off gas. All right. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Tom, uh, have you ever heard of the, this group? Have you ever wanted to be a part of the Old Farts Flying Club or what? Well, I'm, I'm part of the Old Farts, uh, Old Farts Club and not yeah. the Flying Club. But uh, <laughs> when I get to the gym in the morning, I'm, I'm part of the Old Farts Club. But, okay. uh, right. but uh, I've heard about it uh, for the last you know, 20, 30 some years, and I just haven't had a chance to join up. But, uh, you know, after talking to you guys, I think I'm going to have to partake well yeah, i mean the, obviously the membership process is really difficult you yeah. send roger an email that's okay, it that works. you're done <laughs> and you have an airplane you fly and meet yeah and then once you guys just get together and just share uh you know uh, old war stories that type of thing dennis or what 
Uh, that and also they do a lot of coordination with the different venues to arrange for courtesy cars and transport. So when I flew down to Everglades City, it was, you know, mid afternoon because I had to get some, you know, things done in my day job. Yeah. And so I snuck out on a late lunch and they had cars there that were able to run us right into town, bring you right to whatever restaurant. Or in this case, I went to Grimm's uh, Stone Crabs and picked up uh, a to go bag of Stone Crabs and key lime pie just to kind of rub it in. Mm-hmm. Well, and, that'll uh, do it. Yeah. And they were quite tasty. I'm sure. But I mean, as far as everybody flying in, they fly in and hang out. Hey, how you doing? Just kind of a little social get yeah, together. It, and it's a social gathering. And because there can be so many planes, um, it's, there's not really a fixed time. Uh, they basically, here's the event. And, you know, say we're heading off to Sebring or Okeechobee or one of these places that's got the on, on the airport restaurant. Hey, come anytime between eight in the morning and two in the afternoon, mm-hmm. you know, so you want to fly for breakfast, you can, you want to go for the afternoon for lunch. Perfect. You know, right. and just, they kind of spread out the arrivals and everybody can just get together, hang out, socialize, it's an excuse to get the airplane out of the hangar and go do something fun. Like it. That sounds good. Well, hopefully we'll talk to the, you know, the president of the old farts next week. Uh, that's quite a, quite a title, I would say, by the way. But uh, we'll have to see what he thinks about it next time. Now, we have another story that is loosely connected, I guess. Is, is this another club, or what is this exactly that I see? Well, it, it's, it's not a club so much. Well, I guess it is. It's the Antique Aircraft Club of Greater New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they got our attention because if ever there's an article um, that says this needs to be talked about on Just Plane Radio, yeah. it's one that comes with a headline of Pilots Without Pants. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, interesting. So, is this a charitable organization or one that um, we should avoid at all costs? I think it's charitable. I think they're very noble in their cause. But, you know, the the classic firefighters calendar where you get the topless firefighters, well, these guys have kind of taken that and put a spin on it. And mm-hmm. uh, basically, they have airplane photos with their antique airplanes, and they're not wearing pants. Interesting. Okay, so the, these are photos that they take in front of their plane, and yep. the whole idea is that they take a picture with no pants on and, and then share it with the world? And it's tasteful. I mean, it's very artistic. Wait, I mean, what, they what, strategically like, placed flowers and gas cans and things like that. So it's Or the it's propeller is you, covering up uh, their nether yes, regions type of thing? Exactly. Or? Oh, boy. And, and, and it's quite a diverse. I mean, it's Stearman's. It's uh, Ryan PT trainers. It's, uh, you know, Air Coops and Aronka Chiefs. You know, mm-hmm. so it's it's a variety of a very nice looking airplane. So, you know, if you have the uh, the female pilot in your life or if you want to give your wife something, you know, to look at. Instead of just, you know, the standard airplane photos, you can pick up a, a copy of the 2022 calendar uh, for, you know, about $19.99. So it sounds wow. like, you know, pretty So they reasonable. have their own calendar, the pilots they without do. pants. And it's a fundraiser to support the their flying club. Now, is it guys and gals in the calendar or is it just guys? It's all guys. Oh, boy. Okay. And well. the ages run... From old farts to uh, bachelorettes. Wow, that's or, like crossing yeah. the streams. If you bring the old farts together with the pilots without pants, that seems like it'd be an end of the world moment to me. I don't know. <laughs> it, that might be that might be the premise for the new it's, Ghostbusters movie. It's worth checking movie. it out. You know, go go yeah. take a look. Uh, Google search it. Pilots without pants calendar. I'm wow. sure you'll find it. Uh, and if you can't, uh, send us an email. We'll uh, un- regrettably we'll send you the link. Right. And if you go look at it and it scars you for life, you know you blame uh, Captain Dennis. 
<laughs> Sorry, just Can't Google search that. eye bleach afterward, and that'll fix that problem. Yeah, well, uh, the Go views expressed little kitty cats <laughs> on Just Plain Radio are those of pretty the much crazy guests. people. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, it, you know it's fun that they're getting together and they're doing something kind of cheeky because that's what that would be. And that's I mean, very are, cheeky. Are they really selling a lot of these uh, things? I, they didn't get into the sales, but I mean, they, they put about half the calendar up in the article, so yeah. uh, I'm sure it'll get you know it'll then definitely when, pick up and get some momentum there. Says, "Wow, I am very impressed by these airplanes." You'll know she's lying. Because <laughs> like. Look how big the propeller is on that thing. That's code. Trust me. More coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. That's the spirit. Keep them flying. One, two, three, like a bird I sing. Cause you've given me the most beautiful set of wings. And I'm so glad you're here today. Cause tomorrow I might have to go and fly away. Hey! This is Just Plane Radio. Craig, your co-pilot. That's me, along with Captain Dennis. And from Velocity Aircraft, we have Tom helping us out as well today. He's a pilot. He's did the whole commercial airline thing and, you know, flew into Hawaii and, you know, he has a life that doesn't suck. He explained that earlier to make Dennis and I and probably every other guy on the planet uh, jealous. But uh, that's just how he rolls. And uh, God bless him for it. But he was telling us during the commercial break that when it comes to pilot pilots without pants that was not the first time he had heard about that when it comes to the, this calendar group up uh, up north that is doing this calendar with their planes and no pants uh this, this is the thing that you've had to it you've encountered on your flight crews over the years when you're working for the commercial carrier is that right tom oh absolutely for the last 35 years uh uh, I've got many, many calls from the hotel management and say, uh, hey, Captain, uh, could you come down to uh, the lobby here? We have an issue to uh, to discuss with you and to uh, rectify here. And, you know, we got one of your 
co-pilots or first officers, you know, in the hot tub, you know, with no pants on, he's oh. with some flight attendants or, mm. or we have some, you know, some guy running through the lobby and, uh, wow. with no, uh, so yeah, during, you know, when you're in a long layover, you have to unwind and blow off some steam and especially, you know, when you're in Cancun or Cozumel or some, uh, you know, nice cool for Hawaii. Yeah. So I've gotten calls before into, uh, you know, to kind of, uh, Bring in some of your uh, co-pilots, and this uh, this resolves this problem now before it goes any farther. But it hasn't been the first time, and it won't be the last time. Unbelievable! So uh, when you're the pilot in command, that applies to uh, you know down <laughs> down on the ground sometimes too. When you have a, a a colorful layover in say Hawaii or whatever, is that the game? Yeah, when you're pretty much if you're doing a three or four day cruise, uh, you're kind of even though you're off duty and out of cockpit, you're you're still responsible for your your cockpit crew and your cabin crew to a degree. And yeah. so you kind of decorum and plus it represents your company. So, right. Right. Uh, gotta keep you gotta, you gotta, wraps. you gotta be yeah. careful that you don't want to think getting back to the chief pilot's officer or manager. So you kind of resolve the issue within uh, the, on the layover confinement. Yeah. But how does that conversation go? I can only imagine like you go, you, 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 you know, make your way over to the hot tub. I'm like, Hey Joe. Yeah. Pants. Really? No pants. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, gonna- I've gotten calls. I've gotten calls at two in the morning. I mean, I'm gonna, yeah, like I'm the old Forge Club. I'm in bed by eleven o'clock, and I get a call at two o'clock. And uh, hey, uh, Captain, can you come down to the lobby? And many, many times it that has happened. But you know, it's all fun and good. And uh, uh, you know, matter of fact, if Uh-oh, I can here elaborate, we yes, please. Change the to, names to protect the guilty. Tom. I will. You're you're going to Vegas next week. Well, True. I, when I was when I was on a seven five, we were, we did a a long Vegas layover, and I had a and I had a brand new copilot. I mean, just a great guy, pretty experienced, and uh, he's, but he's never been to Vegas before. Oh boy! So and and, and he's single, so mm. you know he's he's got the right to you know have some fun. So sure, we're in the lobby the next morning. We got a seven o'clock show, and you know where's uh you know. Where's Bob? Mm-hmm. They've changed the name. Where's Bob? <laughs> it's, it's seven o'clock. Right. You know, five after seven, the van's waiting for it. And uh, we, the, I call his room, no answer. And I said, well, you know, sometimes you, you, you don't know what to think. So I got the match. We go up to his room and knock on the door, no answer. You know, hey, hey, Bob, you know, Bob, you know, it's, you know, it's the first trip here. You got to come on. And anyway, the manager opens the door and uh, there's the first officer. He's with Bob. Uh, a nice uh, young lady, and oh. he's and he's tied to the bed. Oh, nice! Oh, One of those no. <laughs> that'll cost him. Oh, it, it says, <laughs> boy, I, I said, you know what? You owe me big time. I said, you know what? You know, do what you got to do. Get to the airport. We push it, you know, at 845 here. So, uh, so, you know, he, he shows up, he showed up like 815. He took a taxi over yeah. and that alone, that was a, a hundred hour taxi ride from the hotel to, to McLaren airport to Las Vegas. And, um, so, but, uh, you know, I, you know, he was, he apologized over and over and, Hey, you know, I'm on probation. I can get fired and all this. And I said, Hey, it happens to the best of us. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and so it was, and it was, it was right before Christmas to come to think about it. Wow. So every t- so we got it all resolved, but every time I, I saw him in the terminal for the next six months or the next couple of years, 
he would call me, hey, Santa Claus, how you doing? Because, mm-hmm. you know, he his Christmas came early, if, if you know what I mean. Yes. Like, yo, Bob, uh, can you talk? Are you tied up at the moment? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we'll be yep. here yep. in Vegas. Help yourself to the hot and cold salad bar. Yep. But, uh, but okay. yeah, yeah, it's... um. I mean, you know, those kind of things happen, but none of that would happen in the cockpit. You guys are all professional all the time. Wink, wink. Well, and also the cockpit <laughs> is recorded, so you don't want that getting back to the chief pilot. Right. Yeah, this is true. Well, no, I mean, once we close the cockpit door and we release the brakes, we're, we're 99.999% all business and we get the job right. done, you know, mm-hmm. A to B. And it's, and it's all serious. It's all very professional. But, mm-hmm. you know, once you land on the ground, you know, set the park and brake and you're, you're on your layover, uh, yeah, we're you. Yeah, we're all we're all adults in in some yeah. form. Or pants come so off it, and anything goes. Got it. There you go. That goes <laughs> right back to the original story from from Dennis from the old, the, the old the old farts with the pants off. Wow. Or in this case, the young farts with the pants it off. Sounds like a great reality TV show. I'll tell you what. Some of that stuff could really uh, <laughs> make for some fun entertainment. But uh, hey, we oh, man, talk to the Discovery Channel or some or. Uh, cbs or something like that i mean instead of the bachelors follow around a crew a flight crew on their layovers right that could be interesting right maybe maybe oh man i mean you got you got below deck and the bachelorette and all these shows but right if you did a, a you know the life of an airline crew for uh you follow them around uh mm-hmm. i you, you know what we are kind of a shortage of pilots right now you would have pilots signing up in mass <laughs> <That's right. laughs> This and is what being a pilot is really like. It is. Flying, you see how much all how much you get have paid to do this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, you would you would increase. Uh, you'd have more pilots sign up for flight school. I mean, uh, uh, Keith would be happy as can be. I That's mean, he right. Have, he had people signing up for classes every day. He couldn't have enough airplanes, enough CFIs out there to That's sign right. up. Well, we just gonna get the word out more about what this uh, commercial pilot life is really like. <laughs> i mean by far i mean you you make decent money you have a yeah. great lifestyle you know you could have breakfast in boston and uh and have uh you know dinner in belgium you know on the same day and i mean it it is just the best lifestyle yeah. by far it's it never is. boring that's for sure never bored no never bored that all right well sounds good <laughs> so uh yeah someone will take us up on that or you know maybe those stories should <laughs> We ought to keep a lot of them to ourselves and just change the names to protect the guilty lads we do and share them accordingly. But what else we got going on today, Dennis? Well, we got an update uh, for Gulf Shores, Alabama Airport is actually getting a brand new air traffic control tower. So if Mm -hmm. anybody is uh, flying the Gulf Coast here in the next week or so, uh, be aware and check your notams for the new tower scheduled open November 17th. So Jack Edwards traffic is going away and it's now going to be Gulf Shores Tower. Aha. So the tower will be there to inform the pilots coming into the area on how to avoid the aliens. Exactly. Because that is an alien hotspot. A lot of sightings. I think it's still happening. I don't. I haven't heard much uh, chatter lately. I but. didn't know about it until you said it. Uh, but then again, I, you and I have follow different news channels well they have a they have an annual ufo festival it's that popular that they have their own holiday there in gulf shores did you know them uh tom you probably heard about that right no i haven't fill me in yeah the gulf shores yeah ufo hotspot and they you know you go there certain times i think it's in the spring they have this like week-long festival and everybody dresses up as their favorite alien. You know, whether they wear pants, I guess it's optional. You know, that that might tie into the 
you know, pilots without pants thing. But uh, now they got their own tower, so at least you'll have one more way to, you know, navigate around all those flying saucers. That's good stuff for us pilots. And we got more coming up on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. So, you gonna ride shotgun with me, help me fly? That's the plan. And so flying so high, high off the ground, when this is Just Plane Radio. Greg, a co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. And from Velocity Aircraft, our buddy Captain Tom helping us out today as we navigate the latest aviation news and information. And um, all right. So when it comes to aliens, uh, we I don't think it was anyone thought they were, you know, UFOs. But the Rocket Man sightings out in California there's finally been some light shed on that big mystery. Like, who was doing this? Who was flying around in a jetpack around uh, L.A. and uh, creating all kinds of ruckus over the last few months? And there's been some uh, developments on that story. Is that right, Dennis? There has. And uh, once again, you know, the alien conspiracy theorists uh, are probably playing this off as, hey, wasn't the Roswell incident back in the 50s it called a weather balloon? But right. that's what they're saying right now is that the this jet man incidents that they've seen in LA has been, uh, was balloons. In fact, uh, the most recent incident, they actually got some helicopter footage of it. And apparently someone lost a Jack Skellington, you know, from the nightmare before Christmas, uh-huh. uh, basically a life-size balloon. It was just sitting there floating along at about 3000 feet, but it does look like a guy in a jetpack. So, right. you know, it may be, there may be something to that. So that's the current working theory that the FBI has is that these sightings have been nothing more than party balloons gone astray. Yeah. Those big Mylar looking things. I saw the video or pictures of it. And I was like, yeah, that does kind of look like a rocket pack guy. It's uh, a weather balloon. Yeah. Well, it's not it. a weather. They didn't say it's a weather balloon. It's one of, like no. you said, it's like one of those big Mylar balloons. But this is one that has a little bit of a body shape to it. And uh, and it's the guy from Nightmare Beyond Christmas or from Nightmare Before, before Christmas, Christmas, the Jack Skellington. The- ah, right. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, I didn't know that part. But, yeah, I saw the thing. I was like, yeah, that kind of I can see how a pilot might mistaken that for a rocket man type of thing. But uh, anyway, that's what they're saying. That's their excuse for this Rocket Man technology. We'll see if it holds, but that's the latest uh, on that. Now, another uh, video that has hit the, uh, well, I mean, it just broke the Internet, especially in the aviation community. I saw this and watched it several times. It was on the mainstream media, too. And that involves those skydivers. That as it was like, what, I don't know, five or six of them, at least, I think, maybe that jumped out of the airplane, right? Well, the issue was that they didn't jump out of the airplane, but as they were exiting the airplane, they were hanging on a grab bar on the back of a Kinger, you know, the twin turboprop. Yeah. And apparently they had too many people 
on that bar and the pilot actually ran out of contr- elevator control. So all of those guys hanging on to the outside was, was actually causing the elevator to get shadowed. So the, the elevator didn't have the, the effectiveness mm-hmm. and he had his yoke all the way forward to the stop and could not keep the nose level. And eventually the aircraft just went into a stall and spun. Well, the, what, the, guys- the video is wild because it looks like, you know, the guy, the skydivers had literally just jumped off the plane. They were and- thrown off the airplane as it stalled and snapped into a spin. It literally flung them off the grab bar. Yeah. But I mean, when you see the video, it just looks like they jumped off the plane and then the plane looked like it was doing a jump as well. You know, and and it did, and it was really scary. This could have ended up very, very poorly because when the aircraft spun like that, you know, it rolled onto its back and nose Mm -hmm. down, and the pilot then did a picture perfect recovery, um, trying to bring power back into it, you know, gradually recovering from that dive. Yeah, and he actually wound up coming underneath the falling skydiver. So. You know, it was oh, it, could, it, it was falling a little faster, and he would have pulled up a little harder. They might have met in the middle somewhere, and no that doubt. would not have ended well. Well, so true. But it, it was kind of a, you know strange to see the video <laughs> and see how the plane was reacting, which was basically it was free falling, just like the other uh, parachutists, wasn't it? Didn't it look that it, way to you? It, it did, and you know that's not unusual on these. Uh, uh, jump runs like that. Uh, a lot of times, those uh, jump planes will actually beat the last parachute uh, jumpers down to the ground. They're, you know, they basically pull them back to idle. Or some of the drop zones have got the ability to put their propeller into reverse in flight, so that they can get the airplane down from fourteen thousand feet as quick as possible, so they can go pick up another load of passengers. Hmm. Well. So. But this was a little bit faster and a yeah. little bit less controlled exit. Uh, but it, it pointed out, you know, some bare, you know, basically unsafe uh, operations, and so they they were able to, you know, understand what happened here and basically have come up with some new procedures to not allow uh, more than five people on the exit at a time and things like that, so that we can prevent this from ever happening again. So mm-hmm. all well. is well that ends well, but it was definitely scary from when you look at the camera footage of well, it. Well, there's no doubt about it and like i said it's broke the internet uh if you haven't seen the video just uh, skydivers and plane fall out of sky or something you, you google it right up there at youtube or something but, well, yeah, they but typically don't teach spin recovery in a king air because you know it's definitely not something you want to go and practice right well they, i mean it, it did like you said the guy uh i mean he, you, you could see the plane just free fall and then it just kind of you can see him try to get control back, and then it swoops back down. It almost looked like an acrobatic type of move to me. Well, and you know it sounded I mean? like that wasn't planned because no. as he put the power sure. back in to recover, one engine you know spooled up a lot quicker than the other, which then caused a you know another problem where he was getting too much thrust off another one side and had to recover from that too. So, yeah, the guy that it definitely earned his paycheck that afternoon. Yeah, did he? Absolutely. I mean, you obviously read the story where he was interviewed and uh, had a few comments. Did he? say that he wished he belonged to the pilots without pants club <laughs> i'm thinking glad he's had him in there because it probably saved the upholstery okay well okay i guess you could look at it that way too but yeah i mean um i mean how, how does he reflect on the experience you know basically he he was the one that you know said look we need to change our procedures here because this is clearly unsafe he said once uh, once i knew that i had hit the stop i knew there was nothing i could do and he had to you know basically 
you know, they, the airplane snapped into that spin and there was nothing more that he could do. He had no way to signal them to get off of the step or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. on, on the smaller jump planes, like a Cessna 206 or something like that, a lot of times the pilots will go out and stand on the wheel and the pilots will actually hold the brake to get, to keep the wheel from moving. So while they're standing there. So if, if there was ever a problem like that on a 206 or a 182, the pilot will just release the brake, the wheel spins, and the guy magically loses his footing and is gone. Problem solved. But hmm. they didn't have this option with the King Air with them hanging on a jump bar off the back door. Right. So the jump bar by hanging on it, or but they would have their feet on that and then their butts on the side of the plane kind of thing? There's a grab bar going across the top of the door, too, so they can actually walk out, stand and hold, and then they can all depart together so they can do these formations and, you right. know, and all jump at about the same time. Mm-hmm. But it turns out they had way too many people trying to exit at the same time and it caused you know some stability problems and performance problems for the airplane so yeah now they're they're revising their procedures to not allow that they're sharing that information with other flying clubs other king air operators so hopefully everybody will learn from it we won't have more videos like this on the internet right but it was a weight and balance kind of problem then it just actually was it was more of an aerodynamic drag those people were all to the back of the airplane. So that was a weight and balance problem, but they were also because there were so many people out there it was actually blocking airflow over the horizontal stabilizer. And it prevented him from having the elevator authority he needed to keep the airplane flying level. And straight. They, they it kind of created like a human flaps or something. Yes. <laughs> Speed brake on one side. Okay. And that's not good if it's just on one side. So you got to balance it out or, or limit how many humans you have putting their flaps out there yeah that's just that's crazy have you ever uh jumped out of an airplane tom no never never you know i've I've practiced i when i used to teach acrobatics and uh when i did some uh test pilot things for some other companies i've worn a parachute but thank god i've never had the to use a parachute uh i went through the school i went through the jump school but i just never got up there yet and at this stage of my life i don't think i am yeah it just uh, yeah. it's not on the list anymore, huh? Nah, it's not. It's not on my bucket list, or uh, you know, been there, done that. It's not yeah. going to happen. He, he, I expected that uh, kind of response. Like, why would I jump out of a perfectly good aircraft? That's you know, right. <laughs> what is the point? I, I try to keep my takeoffs and landings equal. Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah, I don't know. One of these days, I wouldn't mind doing it. Maybe if I lost well, a bet or something. I have I, connections. I can make it happen. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll make sure we got the weight and balance in check before we do it as well. All right. That'll do it for this week. Till next time, remember, there is no better high than learning, than learning to, fly. to fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle.
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far across the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 